0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the podcast. My name is Brian, and as I record this, I am on spring break here in the States. This is an exciting time as the flowers are blooming, the weather is getting warmer, and I don't have school next week, which feels fantastic. But something that doesn't always feel great is when I compare myself to other people and maybe what they're doing with their spring break. I know I have a lot of students doing these amazing trips, or teachers who are going to do these fantastic experiences over the break. And it caused me to reflect and think, you know what? In education, there is a lot of comparison going on, comparison between test scores. We look at Pinterest and look at all these amazing classrooms. Maybe we're subscribed to teacher social media influencers and One thing that I've noticed is not a lot of these teachers are talking about the classroom. They're talking about all these amazing things that they're doing with their life, from buying Teslas to going on these extravagant trips. And it's not very healthy for me to compare what I'm doing with my life with what other people are doing with theirs. Now, sometimes this can be some healthy motivation, But more often than not, it makes us look down on our lives and what we're doing. It can be very unhealthy. If I'm comparing myself, for example, to Chris Hemsworth in physical appearance, I'm going to be disappointed each and every day. Comparing our lives, a blog entry written by minimalist Joshua Becker, and I felt like this post that he wrote can apply to us in our teaching profession and as well as our own personal life let's check it out Joshua Becker stop comparing your life star It. Minimalist.com. Envy is ever joined with the comparing of a man's self and where there is no comparison no envy. Sir Francis Bacon Most of us understand the foolishness of trying to compare ourselves to others we would readily admit that no good ever comes from it Yet, whether we are comparing our home size, paycheck, physical features, or any number of measurable and even unmeasurable things, we do it all the time but there are inherent problems. Number one, we most often compare the wrong things. Because we can most easily compare the things that we can objectively measure, we live in a world that is great at measuring and comparing externals. Somewhere along the way, we decided that we could determine who is living a more valuable life by comparing clothes, cars, homes, paychecks, beauty, or Twitter followers. But externals are rarely a good measure. Net worth has never been a good indicator of self-worth. Number two, we always compare our worst with their best. Comparing your life with others is always a losing proposition because there will always be people who, quote, appear, unquote, to be better off than you and seemingly live the perfect life. After all, we always compare the worst of what we know about ourselves to the best assumptions that we make about others. Be advised, their life is never as perfect as your mind makes it out to be. Number three, there's no end to the comparison game. There's an infinite number of categories upon which you can compare yourself and an almost infinite number of people to compare yourself to. Once you start down that road, you will never, ever find an end. Number four, life isn't graded on a curve. How you measure up against others holds absolutely no importance in your life anyway. It simply makes no difference. The goal of life is not to be better than 50% of the other people on the planet. The goal of life is to be the best you that you can possibly be. Number five, put your focus on the wrong person. You can control one life. Yours. Yours. When we consistently compare ourselves to others, we waste precious energy focusing on other people's lives rather than our own. Number 6. Comparison robs you of joy Comparing yourself to others will always cause you to regret what you aren't rather than allow you to enjoy who you are. It will always steal the joy and happiness that is within your reach and place it just outside of your reach instead. Many a contented life has been stolen by the unhealthy habit of comparing ourselves to others. Comparing ourselves to others will always rob us of gratitude, joy, and fulfillment. But even more than, it prevents us from fully living our lives. It calls us to envy someone else's life and seek theirs rather than ours. It robs us of our most precious possession, life itself. And while the temptation to compare may never be completely eliminated, there are certainly some practical steps that we can take to move past it. How can we stop comparing ourselves to others? Here are some helpful steps. Number one, recognize the inherent problem in comparing yourself to another. Why would we want any habit in our life that promotes feelings of being inferior or consistently promotes envy, competition, and strife with no end in sight? Sometimes, just a reminder of the foolishness contained in the habit is the most important step overcoming it number two celebrate who you are there are many wonderful things about your life you're an artist a businessman a mother a good listener or a teacher or a generous soul you have much to celebrate and are entirely unique any comparisons between you and another person is like comparing apples to oranges they aren't living your life you are therefore you should expect the results to be completely different number three Focus inward, value, generosity, humility, goodness, kindness, and love. Begin to focus on developing the inward qualities of a simplified life and the externals will lose their beauty. And the quicker we find beauty on the inside, the sooner we'll stop comparing things on the outside. Skin deep beauty, paychecks, or power. Number four, realize life is not a competition. There may be times when competition is appropriate, but life is not one of them. We have all been thrown together at this exact moment on this exact planet, and the sooner we stop competing against others to, quote, win, unquote, faster we can start working together to figure it out. Number five, remember that nobody is perfect. We live in a society that glamorizes perfection. Consider that magazine racks are full of models and celebrities with perfect faces telling one-sided stories of great triumph and fulfillment. One important step to avoiding the lure of comparison is to remember that one snapshot in time never tells the whole story. The story is never told of the hours in a makeup room or the photo editing technique to cover the blemishes. The story is rarely told of their insecurities or failures, except to mention how they overcame them. That story doesn't sell nearly as many magazines, but the truth remains that there are no perfect people, including you and including me. And finally, number six, live as intentional as possible. Too many people live their lives without intentionality or thought. They rarely find a quiet moment to sit in meditation or solitude and examine their life, who they are, and who they are becoming. As a result, lives are lived as a reaction to the events around them. But when a life is lived intentionally and thoughtfully, the comparison game becomes less attractive. As humans, it is in our nature to compare ourselves to others, but nothing good ever comes from it so let's stop comparing ourselves to others we were not born to live their life there's no sense wasting our life or energy being jealous of theirs instead let's start living our lives let's determine today to be good at it after all we only get one shot listening to stop comparing your life start living it Written by Joshua Becker from becomingminimalist.com. And this is so true in education, isn't it? Aren't we great at comparing ourselves to other teachers? I remember my very first year of teaching. I was teaching fourth grade, class of 34 kids, and half of those kids were special needs. And the other fourth grade classroom had all the athletes, the really high-achieving A students. And so, of course, our principal was always great at putting comparisons out there as far as what this teacher's class was doing versus what my class was doing. Supposedly, this is going to stimulate us to do our jobs, right? If I compared myself to experienced teachers when I was a brand new teacher and just saying, man, look at them and look at me. I don't know if I should be in this career and in this profession here. That's the wrong type of thinking. We are comparing, as the article said, the wrong things we live in a world that is great at measuring and comparing externals we see the best a lot of times of what other people are doing i think this is even made worse because we're following you know twitter and facebook and instagram and snapchat and we're seeing the best of these externals and then we look at our own lives and think man geez what do i got going on So we always seem to compare our worst with other people's best because most people portray their best. We see good things from another teacher, but we're not in that classroom all the time, are we? So be advised that life is never as perfect in your mind as it should be, and it probably isn't for whoever it is that you're comparing yourself to. And I like also what Joshua Becker said, the goal of life is not to be better than 50% of the other people on the planet. The goal of life is to be the best that you can possibly be. But I can always be better and enhance my skills as an educator. So maybe I want to go to that person, that teacher I'm coveting and saying, hey, tell me what's going on in your classroom. And picking their brain and determining strategies that may work in my own experience with my kids. Another thing I liked about what Joshua Becker wrote is comparison robs you of joy. It will always steal the joy and happiness that is within your reach and place it just outside your reach instead. We live in a very discouraging career and there's not too many encouraging factors being fed our way externally. So why bother comparing ourselves to other teachers or thinking that, Man, maybe I'm not in this right profession because I, I don't match up with this 20-year veteran, and I just started this profession. What's wrong with me? As the article said, many a contented life has been stolen by the unhealthy habit of comparing ourselves to others. Teachers, there are many wonderful things about what's going on in your classroom, and really, the only person that can really know that it's not the parents, the principal, or other teachers. It, it's you and your kids. You have much to celebrate and are entirely unique. Any comparison between you and another teacher is really like comparing apples to oranges. They aren't living your life, and therefore, you should expect the results to be completely different. As as the article said, and the sooner we stop competing against others to win, the faster we can start working together to figure it out. And I'd like to see education move more in that mindset not so much competing against others, but coming together to work together to figure out how can we be better. We're not perfect, but we want to be making progress. And speaking of progress, one of the things I would like to make progress on is our listener base, and that can definitely be helped by you telling other educators about the podcast. It certainly would be appreciated by me, so I thank you in advance for doing so once again thank you educators for listening this is brian wishing you a great rest of the week